Can you hear my iced coffee? I can actually, I can hear your iced coffee. It sounds delicious. Hello, Freakers. Keep your dials on AM 1045 because it's time for Accents on Purpose. For the last couple weeks, months, I have been filling the airwaves by playing some dusty records from my collection. But I think it's time we should get back to doing interviews. And I'm very excited about this week's guest. Normally, I interview someone from the DIY of the Pacific Northwest. The bands, the bookers, the photographers, and most importantly, the fanzine publishers. But this week, I'm going to step away from the DIY and head over to the institutions. Because nothing exists in a vacuum. In every American city, one of the most important places are the libraries. Now, I can go on and on about them, but all I'm going to say now is that they're one of the few, if not only, indoor public places that someone can go to and feel comfortable without buying something. The places and how we use them. But libraries are also a lifeline for anyone that reads, watches movies, listens to music, or needs access to old magazine articles. So that's why I'm delighted to interview this week's guest about how the Seattle Public Library dealt with closing because of the shelter-in-place orders, what she is doing with her quarantine time, and most importantly, what she's going to do when we get back to a little bit of normalcy. Since we are practicing social distancing, it has to be a phone interview, so let me pull out the studio phone. And a quick word from our lawyer. This call is being recorded. If you do not wish to be recorded, please disconnect at this time. Cool. Hey. <laughs> I don't have any beers to crack open, but I'm drinking an iced coffee. Well, it's, you know, it's early in the day, so um, I'll yeah. be drinking for the both of us. Uh, so I just want to welcome uh, Nicole Zeller back to the show. She's uh, been a, a guest, a co-host. She even brought her mom on an episode, which was... That was that was the best one. That was the best. Um, unfortunately, that episode is uh, was lost uh, when uh, there was a fire at the studio and the tapes burned. So uh, don't try searching that out uh, in our feed because it just, it just doesn't exist anymore. Um, Thanks so, for having me. Yeah, so um, I just wanted to kind of talk about what uh, life has been like for someone who uh, worked at the library. So why don't you like start us off with what was going on when people, you know, first started talking about COVID-19. Yeah, let's see. So right back in, I would say in February, people started talking more. My coworker in particular at my branch, um, was doing a lot of COVID research and would kind of keep us in the loop. Um, was this on? Was this on the clock? On the clock, yeah. Oh well, my tax you know, dollars when, at work. When there's no patrons at the circulation desk, the the circ people are kind of just uh, sitting and waiting to provide excellent customer service. So mm-hmm. she was just on Reddit reading about COVID. Oh. Um, <laughs> and currently at that moment. Um, there was a there was a little bit of bed bug anxiety at the library, so I was I was more focused on that rather than the global pandemic. Um, but as, you know, th- as think more. think globally, act locally. Yeah, you know, you're, you're guys. 
um, as March progressed, uh, we started, you know, getting really more serious about it, and the library got really quiet. It was it was just dead. Oh, really? Really weird. Yeah. Um, the first two weeks of March, people were really scared, I think, of being in public spaces. So we had like a really big decrease in patrons. Um, that is until the last two days before we closed, which were nuts. <laughs> um, the library closed to the public on March 13th and gave the staff and patrons 24 hours notice. Um, what was the difference between the staff and the patrons, the amount of time? Did you get the same like email? We got a more detailed email, um, but we got it about an hour, I think, before the public got it. Um, so it was almost about the same time. Um, I think that my manager must have known something but was kind of keeping it hush-hush for a few days because as soon as the schools closed, everyone was kind of pissed that we were, well, my coworkers and I were kind of wondering um, when we would hear anything. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, everyone's just like wearing gloves and trying to stay away, six feet away from people. Um, lots of coughs and lots of sneezing caused a lot of anxiety. Um, but also the library is a place that provides so many resources, so many people. So thinking about closing was kind of, I, I just thought we would never close because people need us so much. Um, but, uh, so wait, 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 so, so wait, when you were still open, but like not too many people were coming, would someone like, would a patron cough and just like everyone look over? Oh Yeah. It's already pretty quiet, so you can hear when a when a cough or a sneeze happens. Yeah, everyone would just freeze. And then uh luckily we have a sink in the back room upstairs, uh, at my branch, so <laughs> that sink was being used a lot. Yeah, but then we got the the notice that we got a day's notice that the library would be closing for at least a month and right now it's been over two months, um with the possibility of opening at the end of May, maybe early June, who knows? Wait, so, so, um, uh, wait, so, that, but that like last day that like people were allowed to, uh, check stuff out, were you working that day? Oh, yeah. It was, it was simultaneously really exciting and really stressful. I, I think I ran into you on the day before. Yeah, you, you had given me a tip that, it was going to be closing. So I actually like ran up to the Capitol Hill branch, but there was a sign that said, you know, they were going to be open the next day, but they said that they were closing at six due to staff shortages. And so yeah. I was like 10 minutes late. And then I was the next day, I just, I had too much shit to do. And I, was, I never was able yeah. to make it. Yeah. Two things. Hot tip that I had given to everyone was get to the library and get the peak picks because, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know, for, for those listening uh, who don't know what peak picks are, they are first come, first serve bestsellers and new and exciting books that have a two-week no renewal checkout period. So if you wanted to get a peak pick for over a month, this was your chance. Um, and 
second thing was, yeah, we had to close early a few nights because since school was closed, a lot of folks who had kids couldn't come to work because they had to stay yeah. home to take care of their kids. Um, the last day the library was open was incredible. <laughs> it was the busiest I've ever, anyone's ever seen it times a hundred. Um, I kind of have a dated reference, but it, it's like the scene in It's a Wonderful Life when there's <laughs> a run on the bank and yeah. uh, George has to cancel his honeymoon because everyone's demanding their money and everyone yeah. was demanding their peak picks that day. It was actually really beautiful. So many people <laughs> coming in and, and just like expressing how much they love the library and how much they were going to miss us being open. And I was kind of like in tears a lot of the day. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that must also, have been emotional. Yeah. It was really emotional. Um, so now, was there anyone at the library who didn't know what was going on? Like, was there any patron that was just like, what's going on? <laughs> Everyone knew what the frenzy was, but a lot of people didn't know we were going to be closed. Okay. Um, so I actually had to have a hard couple of hard conversations with people, with some patrons. Um, yeah. A couple of patrons who are in the library every day and don't have a lot of other places to go. Um, yeah. And one person in particular took the news really hard and started crying. And we had to kind of, you know, we we have like lists of resources for folks, um, but it was really hard. There's yeah. not a lot of, there aren't a lot of public spaces where people can hang out. So it was really emotional. Meanwhile, I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures, but some folks have been, well, we'll probably talk about this soon, but the bathrooms have been reopened um, at some of the branches and folks have been taking pictures, uh, well, my coworkers have been taking pictures of how the library was left on the last day and it, it's just, everything's in chaos. There's just piles of books everywhere. It's a huge mess because we didn't get a chance to clean it up at all. Do you, do you think there was any uh, like 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 cups of coffee that got left on people's desks, or they're they're like, you know, like monster molds? Yeah, yeah. I I think I might have left my my coffee thermos out. I don't know. That's that's just yeah, that's gone. Just just throw that away. <laughs> Get some tongs. Don't try to save it. Uh, one one thing I was thinking about is because I I do know that you know a lot of people. Including the person I live with, did go and get like a bunch of books yeah. and and DVDs and stuff like that. But they shut down the return thing. Correct. So I like when when the libraries are going to open. I'm just imagining like lines of people just going because like when you have something like just sitting in where in your apartment or your house for a long time, you like you just can't wait to get rid of it and you can't throw it away. Looking at a stack of books and DVDs on our living room record player, and I do not want to look at Patty Smith's "You're the Monkey" anymore. <laughs> I, I gotta get that out of my house, and I didn't even check that out for myself, but I read it. I did a. This is something that you don't approve of, Danny. That uh -oh. uh, that probably the library doesn't really like either. But um, in a situation like this, I sent out a, a message and said, 
you know, if folks can't get to the library, let me know what you want, and I'll check it out for you. Oh, that's fine. Um, no. So I, well, I know you disapproved because someone accrued some fines on Seattle Walk Report on my account, that, and Whoa. I will never get that 75 cents back. Well, I mean, I can set up a GoFundMe. I think we should take care of this. I think we should, <laughs> I think we should take care um, of this right now. But I put I put the call out and I I got a couple of uh, cookbooks for someone and a couple of peak picks for somebody else and as it turned out I wasn't able to really see anyone <laughs> so I'm kind of left with these books. Um, That's hilarious for folks that I can't see right now. What was so the original what, question? Oh, what's uh, gonna happen when the book drops open? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is this gonna be like like extra staff is there ready to like? I have no idea because that is one of my main um, aspects of my job is checking in, going to the book drop and wheeling the troughs back and checking everything in. And uh, even after one day, it's really funny if if there's a holiday on a Monday and the library is closed for two nights, we have to put an extra bucket in the book drop to catch all the overflow of books. And it's it's a huge project the next day after the library being closed one day. Oh yeah. To check in everything. So I, <laughs> I mean, I have no idea what it's going to be like. It's also going to be just sifting through thousands of contaminated items. Oh my god. Potentially. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But I mean, I was looking at the X of the CDC site and. Apparently, it can't. It doesn't stay on cardboard or paper for that long. No, I think I think that's twenty, maybe a twenty-four hour. So let's you know, let's let's, let's switch this to some positive. What's something positive during this shutdown? What is something that's positive that's happened to you, or you've been able to do, or just like you know something good? Uh, related to work or just life. Work. Well, either. Oh, just life. As you may or may not know, I do not have a dog uh, or a cat, so I've had to put a lot of energy into taking care of my plants. Oh, like every other Joe Blow who's quarantined right now. Um, I don't know why I said Joe Blow. I'm sorry, Danny. Um, I don't. I'm, I don't care about that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's a little gendered, but uh, you know. I know. Um, I have been really meticulously taking care of my plants. I look at them every day. I touch them every day. I spritz them. That's awesome. Um, one of them fell yesterday and cracked. And uh, this is boring. You should edit it out. Sorry. Another thing I've been doing is watching a lot of movies. Um, and I had a movie list that I had been keeping for about 10 years that was a smattering of movies that I had heard of here and there. And I finally went through it all, alphabetized it, and looked up where every movie was, if it was streaming or not. And yeah. now I have this really comprehensive list. Oh, awesome. Uh, which, and that's really exciting. Uh, that's like a project I've been meaning to do. You should fax um, that to the studio. <laughs> I will. What's your fax number? I'll, I'll give it to you offline. I, wonder, you know, I, don't, want to, I don't want it to go over the air. Because then people will be yeah. faxing me menus to like the restaurants they work at, and it'll be a oh, whole yeah. thing. That was a whole Seinfeld plot. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Um, Kramer 
gets uh, a subscription service to takeout menus. Oh, it uh, that's so right. Fax machine. So he uses Elaine's home phone number, which he assumes is a home fax machine. Yeah, I do remember that now. But so what's one thing that, you know, when normal, normal, normal is back, you know, and who knows if it's six months, a year, uh, what's like something that you're just like looking forward to? So many things. Um, one thing is going to a bar and getting mm -hmm. a drink, maybe with my good buddy, Danny. What's up? Um, second is I really want to go, I haven't pet a dog in over two months um, and it's it's possible that i could do it with a glove but you know it's really that's, not the same yeah that's that's, that's like taking oh. a shower with a raincoat on you know what i'm saying exactly <laughs> um so i'm hoping to go to the dog park on 17th uh and union just like um, getting on your knees and yelling like love me <laughs> and like all the dogs just run to you on the ground yeah and i want to get trampled on and, and licked. Um, no gloves, no masks. Uh, that's that, what I'm hoping for. Uh, that sounds beautiful. Uh, and thank you, Nicole. Uh, thank you to the Seattle Public Library. And I, I for one, uh, am excited to be able to start using those services. They're, they're sorely, sorely missed. Spend a week in a dusty library some words to jump in me We met by a trick of fate French Navy, my sailor maid Whenever I see it, it's it's pretty um, it's pretty illicit, and I'm you know the library is all for freedom of information, and people can access whatever kind of um, yeah reading materials they want, and you know I'm into that. But whenever I see massive, I kind of laugh and gets checked out a lot. 